Well, hello there, friends, and welcome back to another episode of 15-Minute Free Thinking with your host, me, Carpo, the self-indulgent, arrogant prick that I have to be in order to be online. And that's partially what I was going to talk about today. But I also have a couple other discussions I wanted to bring up regarding mental health and navigating this crazy world by knowing who we are. First off, for the introductions to get them out of the way, I want to thank you all for coming and listening to what I have to say, because I realize that you can choose to listen to anyone, and the fact that people listen to me is still a bit of an awkward thing, even after all these years. Doing podcasts for two years or so, but I've been making videos for ten years, so it's still to this day a little awkward to put my thoughts out to the world. But when it's regarding mental health and well-being, it's even more difficult because there was a time in my past when I talked about these issues a lot. And then I went through kind of a phase in my early 40s where I basically asked myself, who are you to tell other people how to live their lives or what's the best way? Even though I've never pushed my views ever, ever on this channel on people. I've always said this is what I think. But even talking about thinking positive, or trying to be a happy person in this world. It's difficult, because you can tell a person, hey, you just got to look at this positive side of things. But if they're losing all their loved ones, if their house burned down, I mean, it's very difficult to be in people's shoes. And believe me, I've had both happen. I had my house burned down, and I lost my dad when I was young, and I've been through my own shit in my life. But it's only made me a stronger person because I chose to allow it to make me a stronger person. But not everybody has that option or feels that way. Not everyone was taught those lessons or learned the proper lessons. Before I continue, I'd like to say I woke up this morning. It's April 11th, 2022. It is snowing outside. It's almost noon here in Portland, and it's snowing in April. The first time ever on record, we got a trace amount in the last 80 years, like one time. But snow in April is unheard of, and we've got like five inches out there. It's insane. And uh, the roads are totally covered. It's pretty strange to wake up to it. But when I got up this morning, my kids obviously had the day off of school. My wife is home on Mondays. It was the perfect day for us all just to snuggle up, watch some shows, and kids play games, whatever it may be, and to just be a family. And to me, the most precious thing I have in this life is watching my kids run around, knowing that my family's doing as well as we can possibly do, considering the circumstances of existence itself. And um, I considered that gratitude that I have for that ability to live that life and have the ability to spend time with my family in a warm shelter while it's snowing outside, I never take that for granted. Every time we have inclement weather, I'm always thinking, thank God I'm not outside, you know? And I say this because I think gratitude is the most crucial component we have to well-being. It's the first step in appreciating what we have in order to better live our lives. If we are the kind of people who complain all the time about something that happened to us where we felt slighted or we went to the grocery store and the clerk was rude or we ran out of gas that one time you know all these things people 
latch on to these ideas. And um, I think we can do better. And so I'm going to lay out how I think we can lead better lives. And um, I wanted to say before I started this, if you enjoy content like this and you would like to support my efforts, um, you can contribute through Patreon at Carpo719, but I also have a PayPal that is in the description. And uh, I don't ask for money or beg for money, but I say that if people want to contribute, that's the means that they can use to do so. I also wanted to say this video is sponsored by, not literally sponsored by, but brought to you by Rag Hats. Rag Hats. Rag Hats with a Z, H-A-T-Z, I believe. And um, no, the company didn't actually sponsor this podcast, but I wanted to give my friends some props because it really relates to mental health. My friends and I that grew up together, we all had our own ups and downs at different times. And some people had some pretty big fallouts, but we're all still alive, fortunately. At least most of the people in my friend group. And uh, my buddy Scoey, he started a company called Rag Hats, where he makes these hats, the one I'm wearing, which you can't see in the podcast, but trust me, it's cool. It's a corduroy bucket hat, and they are double-layered and reversible. There are several different types he makes, and he has put a lot of effort into trying to overcome some of his you know, um, addictions and life issues, which I don't know if that's out of line to talk about, but we all have them. And that's what I'm going to get into. But I'm so proud of the fact that he's made these hats and that he continues to make them and that he's trying to make a business. So I'm going to promote him by putting a link to him, his info in the description. And if you would like to buy one of these hats, that will tell you how to get a hold of it. So anyhow, he doesn't even know that I said this. So Scoey will probably be like, what? You're sponsoring my, my company? I didn't even know. His company is just him with the sewing machine. And, you know, it's hard to be an individual like that. I, I'm the same way. I just started building guitars four months ago. And, you know, actually most of the ones behind me I've built. And I haven't quite finished them all because I'm still learning as I go. Learning a lot as I go. Spending hours a day doing research. And uh, I'm the kind of guy who likes to just dig deep and learn about things. And also that brings to mind the fact that I have the ability to do th to do that it's hard to navigate life when you have to make an income when you have to do all these things in order to be a successful human being and i don't mean success in the fact of making money i'm talking about success in doing what you love or at least something you can tolerate uh, that's the best we can ask for and um at the same time fulfilling our desires and hopes as a human being which can conflict with one another. Not all of us want the same thing. Some people just want a quiet life in the mountains. Some of us want to have a city life with billions of dollars. Everybody has a different yearning and dream. But when these dreams start to fade away, that's when we know we're failing. That's when we know that we need to step back for a minute, look at our lives, and say, what the hell happened to the old me or the dreams I used to have. And I see this happening more and more. I intended on making this podcast last week, but you know, I kept getting sidetracked and I want to make it clear that this is off the cuff, all of this. 
I don't have any notes in front of me. I don't have any particular, you know, discussion outlined as to what I want to talk about. Because I think that mental health and living in today's world is very open-ended. That we need to be flexible. That we need to be able to understand that we're we're all leading very unique lives in very different situations. And so, as I said, I'm very grateful to have a family that I can share these things with. I know that one day my kids will leave home, for example, and I'll, I will still have to continue to navigate this world without kids. The point being that kids have really put a big change on my life. I met my wife when we were about 22 or 3, I think, and uh, <clears throat> she had a son. He was three years old. And we ended up moving in together, and I became, I guess, a stepdad at three years old, four years old. And uh, we moved into an apartment, went through all kinds of hard times, moved into a farmhouse. We loved it. Had this guy that would till up the garden for us, a huge plot, like a couple hundred feet long by like a hundred feet. It was beautiful. We we just got planted and had our sprouts, and then they came up and left a notice on our door that we had 30 days to vacate. They were going to sell the land to the Lazy Boy Furniture Store. I drive by there still sometimes. It's way down there. But I'm like, it's just so sad to see such an awesome farmhouse lost to industry. But at any rate, the point being that we made it through. We ended up living with their sister for a while. That didn't work out. We moved into a motel. At the time, we had pet rats. They were chewing up the floorboards. Looking back through history, it's been a weird ride. But around 2004, we bought the house we live in for a reasonable price on a stated income right before the housing crash. And I never look a gift horse in the mouth in the sense that if it were any time before or after when we got kicked out of the farmhouse, it might not have turned out the way it was. And we really have to give gratitude for where we're at, even though it could be better, even though we think we could have more. And I feel like people have really lost their way in the current world because especially a lot of young men don't know what direction to take. And that's hard because there's a stigma, you know, attached to mental health. And there's this idea that you have to be tough, but then you have to be sensitive. Masculinity, for example, is not this red pill crap. It's not about abandoning manhood or being what some other man's version of manhood is for you. And, um, I think what's really important for all of us is that we set intentions, we set our boundaries, we set things in our lives that allow us to function better. I have learned so much in the last, you know, 25-30 years since I became, I guess, a quote, adult, uh, and it's, you, it's not something you can teach overnight, and uh, what I mean by this is learning how to cope with life. Being stoic is perhaps the most desirable thing and mindset to attain. But let me make this clear. If you start listening to people tell you how to be a stoic and how to live your life, it will never work because your life is unique. Being stoic is going to be unique to each person. Don't rely on somebody else's definition of what that means. It's basically just being able to take things as they come. And that's the most valuable lesson I've learned and the one that I want to convey today to you. That the most crucial thing we can do 
is learn how to roll with the punches, go with the flow. It seems so obvious, but how many of us fight against the current? You know, it's about, it's like complaining about your circumstance is only going to serve you if you can improve your circumstance. But complaining about the past, for example, that goes nowhere. I really try to avoid people in my life that are constantly crying about what might have happened or what did happen in the past. The desire for some humans to latch on to depression is it's difficult because I care about people, but at the same time, it's really hard and I don't know what to say. A great example of this would be I never used Instagram in my life until about, I don't know, a month ago, if that, a few weeks ago. I signed up for it because I wanted to have a place to post pictures of my progress learning to build guitars. And somehow I became, of course, subscribed to several different guitar channels. I wanted to really get my knowledge improved. I'm the kind of guy who, like I said, likes to just jump into something and really immerse myself. I've been fascinated with stereo components and capacitors and how all these things work for, you know, most of my life. I love stereos and sound, but I haven't actually delved into some of these other aspects. But uh, at any rate, immersing myself in these things gave me kind of, um, I don't know, let me back up for a minute here. I guess I kind of had a brain fart there. That's the raw shit right there you know just kind of losing your train of thought and being okay with it <laughs> you know I um... oh see I knew I'd remember if I just sat for a minute like an idiot and thought about it so what I saw uh, somehow I subscribed to a guitar channel I don't recall the name but they posted something saying that basically this morning I saw it. It was the first thing I saw on Instagram. It said, uh, I tried to kill myself like years ago and it went on to see even saying that now I've just f fed the algorithm those words. This is why I can't talk about things on YouTube, but I can on my podcast. Um, he basically said he tried to take his own life and that he was disappointed that he didn't succeed and it was a long paragraph a lengthy paragraph explaining how life to him was not worth the effort and that he doesn't know why people even care and that people don't understand why people feel suicidal and it kind of hit home but the funny thing was that i noticed only a couple people had even left likes like how do you even leave a like on that but no comments did I add a comment? Of course not. I don't know the person. But it's a cry for help, obviously. But at the same time, kind of a nihilistic, poor me attitude. So I'm simultaneously sympathetic, but also irritated that people want to, you know, I don't know, accept the fact that life isn't important to them and kind of put that onto the world. It's a weird mixed feeling. But ultimately, my point here is that I care so much about people that it's hard to see people suffer. And if there's anything that I can do in my life to improve people's lives, I would love to do that. 
But that's hard because you also need to be able to be strong enough to be arrogant and to be selfish in this world in order to feed your own family. It's the same kind of mentality as in the apocalypse, your neighbors become food. To put it extremely bluntly, like, yeah, you're friendly and you're kind with everyone, but your people come first, your tribe comes first. When we talk about tribalism being something negative, it only is insofar as many of the tribes are ignorant and unaware of why they even stand together. When it comes to tribalism of politics or nationalism, these things don't suit any individual or empower them. It's the old pride thing. To give you an example, I, I have always found it strange that some people take pride in things they didn't accomplish. To give you an example, when I finished building my first guitar and I plugged it in and it worked, I was proud of myself and my efforts because I'd put in a lot of time to learn what I was doing. But there was still, of course, a lot of self-criticism. But when people take pride in just being part of a nation or just because they happen to be born somewhere, that's not pride. That's, it's a different, it's a different thing. It's the same way, not to, not to bring this up, but I've never understood gay pride. I understand that you have an interest in being a certain person and that's fine. But why are you proud of it? You just happen to be a certain way and feel a certain way. There's nothing to be proud of there. It's a totally different mindset. But the reason why that's important is because we ultimately really want to be proud of things in our lives, even if it's just association with a group, even if it's falling into a way of thinking. And I think that this is, as I said, the reason why many guys believe in this kind of red pill nonsense that we used to see online and still do today, the uh, MGTOW or the MGTOW, Men Going Their Own Way movement, which was basically a bunch of, you know, emasculated men that wanted to blame women for all their problems. That is not being you know, stoic. That is not being a man or even being, and I, I use man because I know a lot of my audience is male and I realize that there are females out there too, but you understand, I hope that I can only relate as a male. We want to be tough guys, but at the same time, we want to be able to have empathy. And I think guys are often very confused about what society wants from them. And I know women, all the women out there have the same problem. It's difficult to, uh, for us to navigate this world and know who we are and who we want to be. And then we're constantly fed this narrative that we need to be someone else. I've just always been disgusted by advertisements and cologne and perfume commercials and Zales bullshit. Buy your wife a $10,000 diamond ring to show her you care. A lot of people don't even realize that diamonds as a gift for a wedding... That was created by the De Beers company so they could sell their diamonds. They literally created a market for people to buy diamonds and decided how much of a man's salary should be spent on that diamond. And I bring that up because you should be happy with the cubic zirconia. True love is true love. True connection is true connection. That's what we really want. If you have the kind of relationship where a person only wants your money or just wants your time, or 
is constantly making you miserable, that's not a healthy relationship. And so many people are immersed in completely unhealthy relationships. They fight with their spouse. They're always fighting with their kids or their parents. They're fighting with their friends. I've learned over the years, slowly but carefully, to cut people out of my life that cause me negativity or make me feel negative. Maybe I'm to blame for some of it. That's fine. I'm a very confrontational person when it comes to wanting to get to the bottom of things, but it's never personal. It's always for gathering information. And what I've found is that um, a lot of people very quickly make assumptions about others. So, you know, being online for 10 years, as I said at the beginning, you've got to have thick skin. You've got to be tough and be able to put up with bullshit. Great example was a guy, I saw a video randomly on YouTube the other day. Uh, it was a dairy where a guy had a milk, he had bought two floor scrapers at a dairy farm. These are automatic, basically, you know, Roombas for picking up trash? Well, these are basically giant Roombas for scraping the shit off of the floor in a, you know, cow pen where all the cows sit for the dairy. And he'd posted this video. He got a huge response and he left the first comment said hey i didn't expect to get this much viewership it just happened to go viral right and he he started trying to defend himself he's like hey working on a dairy farm is hard and and they care you know we care about the cows and they actually want to be in their pens more than outside because everybody was hating on him right there's going to be is the more eyes that are on you the more hate you're going to get that's just the way it is. My YouTube channel has been this way all the time. For the last 10 years, I've always had at least one out of every couple dozen people have to leave some negative comment. Not so much unless I'm talking about something that is personal. And this is key. This is very key to my discussion here. It's only when I talk about a topic like religion, politics, science, you know, these things that people seem to not be able to agree on, that instead of a person making a legitimate argument laying out their points, they make it an ad hominem attack. And I'm laying this out because this is important for all of you. There, If you want to understand how people think and learn psychology, just understand the fallacies. The slippery slope fallacy. Wait, is that racist? Every time I say the word slope, now I make that joke. Uh, the... Uh, you know, the ad hominem attack is a fallacy when a person has lost an argument or a person doesn't feel like they really have an answer. You ask a person a question and say, well, prove it. Give me this evidence. And instead they say, well, you're just dumb or you don't have the knowledge on this topic. And attack you personally instead of answering the question. That's an ad hominem attack. It's attacking the person's character instead of the actual question. And we've all encountered this in our lives. I mean, we've seen it from family, friends, strangers, workplace, you know, co-workers. There's always some way that a person feels inferior, so they attack you personally. Avoid that at all costs. Avoid buying into those fallacies and by understanding them better. Then we can lead better lives and be happier people. The fact is, we all basically want the same thing. All of our brains are unique, and we've all developed our own way of thinking. The amazing thing is that we all think similar at all. It's kind of the same way to explain it when people say, oh, look, people are shitty drivers. There's an accident on the side of the road. My thought is always, 
We'll look at the millions of people driving around that didn't get in an accident. How do we do it as humans? How do we really get along? It's because there's an underlying force or energy connection between people. I'm not going to call it God. I'm not going to call it prana or chi. It is what it is. There is a certain connection which allows us to really know people's intentions if we're willing to look. So cutting out people who we just feel negative around is crucial to our own well-being. But more importantly than that, not isolating ourselves to where we don't have any friends or family around. If we're not surrounded by people who are challenging us, then we're not getting anywhere. And not just challenging us in some way to prove themselves. There are people who always just want to win. That's different than people who really want to learn. But once again, if you really want to be able to exchange ideas freely, you've got to be able to speak your mind. And I think if you can, and you can act a little crazy, be a little foolish, and not be embarrassed, then you'll go far if you don't have expectations, or at least high expectations. Because ultimately, our expectations make up 90% of our problems. We want a person to show up or do a certain thing. We expect a, you know, a job to work out or you know, some project to work out and something doesn't. Huh? Oh well, go with the flow. Move on to the next thing. Don't hang on to it. The thing is, turn off the news. That's a good start. Um, I've learned something. This is key. Society does not like happiness. In other words, they always say, you know, when people, people want to bring you down with them when they aren't feeling well or are negative. The thing is, I never realized just how unaware some people are that they are those people, the nihilistic ones that haven't got past nihilism to realize that really it's just the root of a new understanding, that if you follow through with nihilism, Nietzsche had no intention of saying nothing mattered, therefore do whatever you want. It was, nobody else's ideas can tell you what's important. You need to devise your own. It's that simple. It's not a complicated endeavor of saying God's dead and therefore we need to just say nothing matters and run around like heathens, even though being a heathen is great. It's just doing what you want. But, <laughs> you know... Uh, I do understand why people follow certain protocols and why people follow certain mentalities and because they want to believe. We really desperately want to believe that there are other people out there who are experts on what life is all about. And the thing I've found is they don't exist. You can have a Buddhist monk in a temple. My question is, you can spend years there meditating, but if you don't have kids, how are you going to make new monks? <laughs> it's a conundrum out there, you know. People live different lifestyles for different reasons. And the conclusion I've come to is that it takes all types. That means it takes the construction worker with the rough and tumble attitude. It takes the, you know, anally retentive mathematician sitting in his office People try to want to tell the mathematician, hey, get out and socialize more. Or the construction worker, hey, don't be so rude. But there are portions of personality that relate to how we deal with a certain job. The math guy doesn't want to get grimy and the construction worker doesn't want to work in an office. We have to realize that we all have our own place to 
our own part to play and our own piece in the puzzle. And the reason this is important is because comparing ourselves to others is what's killing us. Keeping up with the Joneses. Trying to make more money. Trying to be famous. The old YouTube conundrum. Sure, I could sit here and talk about politics every day and get millions of viewers and, you know, get a lawyer so I could figure out how far I could push the envelope. I don't care about that. I'm not here for fame. I'm not here for fortune. I'm here to talk with all of you about what you think life's about because I love hearing your thoughts. I love hearing the wisdom of others and I've learned a lot from other people over the years. And damn it, I consider myself a pretty happy person. Not because I'm doing wonderful in my finances or in, you know, my endeavors. I've suffered some failures as well, but I'm still I stay up. I keep up and I keep trying and I keep pulling myself up. And my only hope is to encourage other people to do the same. So thanks for listening and I appreciate your time. Like I said, sponsored by Rag Hats. Thanks, Scoey. Even though you don't know it yet. And, um, well, he gave us a bunch of these hats, so I might as well. And plug his company. So uh, that's that's it for this episode of 15-Minute Free Thinking on a uh, random Monday where it's snowing outside. It's the weirdest thing in April. Maybe I should show you what it looks like. There you go. My messy backyard. Oh, knocked my shit down. But, uh, oh, it's all melting off now. Yep, it went pretty quick. Of course, you're only seeing it if you're watching the video but the video just cut off so the rest of this is just for my patrons and just for my people who watch and listen to my podcast thank you if you know anybody who is interested in podcasts like this i would really appreciate that you help to share and distribute the discussions that i have on here at least ones that you find interesting it's not a a pleading or a begging it's just saying if you find it interesting this is the only way that in the future we are going to be able to share thoughts like this because mainstream platforms like Google and you know their ownership of YouTube have made it near impossible for my channel to get views Um, I have a YouTube channel that had 20,000 subscribers and it just stagnated for the last two years it grew consistently until I talked about politics or something else or I think it was Kratom actually and I can't even talk about Kratom and that now that I'm just doing the podcast part I do have a Kratom business uh, it's Carpos Botanicals and that's where I sell various herbs and uh, a few strains of Kratom at the moment I also have my uh, Instagram page which is Carpo Craft Guitars and uh, if you are a guitarist or you're interested in these things go and take a look and I let's see god I've tried so many different things over the years you know some of them work out and some of them don't I still do sell kratom but the reason I started the guitar business is because I wanted to do something I had a strong passion for people have asked me why you know why I don't talk about kratom anymore is because I can't talk about it on YouTube and honestly there's only so much you can say I'm not the kind of guy who wants to capitalize on a topic. I've met a lot of people who, 
you know, or at least online, who have channels and say, you know, it's about getting that topic and the right hashtags. And to me, I just want to reach enough people to where I can have a civil discussion. And so the video portion will be the only place to leave comments. I, I'm hoping one day podcasts can be more interactive, but ultimately a lot of people do it for free. I pay to host this podcast every month, and uh, therefore my patrons are the ones that keep me afloat, and I appreciate you all. And I'll be posting more extras on Patreon soon. So have a wonderful day, everyone. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the ones you love. And do not put up with the bullshit of other people. Sometimes you're going to have to. <laughs> but ultimately, you got to stand up for who you are and be who you want to be and not let other people's bullshit get to you. There will be good times. There will be bad times. But here we are. Goodbye now. <laughs>